You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Look, the best gift that I've gotten so far is that Daniel finally let me have admin privileges oh, to this. Sometimes YouTube. you're both on the same side of a joke, you know, like sometimes an inside joke is told in the room and and everybody gets it. You're not left out. That's a good feeling. It's a good feeling, Clint. I'm, I'm uh, in the interwebs of this YouTube. Speaking of which, if you join us on YouTube, comment below. Michigan fan, how you doing? Hopefully you're here. Hopefully you are not the worst fan base. We know which you aren't, by the way, because you're not Bama couldn't or Tennessee. I dare you to Auburn. try to be the worst fan base that we know. I dare you. Yeah. Probably won't not be. Not going to happen. Um, if you're on the audio side of the podcast, glad you're here. Subscribe where you listen to. Hit that bell on YouTube. Subscribe to there as well. Leave us a comment. Leave us a five-star review. Let us know what you like about the podcast. Reach out to us. We love interacting with you all on the Twitter machine and whatnot. Uh, but today, Daniel, we just got off of talking to Isaiah Hole over on Lockdown Wolverines about this Michigan team. Uh, he seemed pretty confident in this what Michigan. Guy, like, uh, honestly, first of all, I should say uh, 10 out of 10. Would recommend. <laughs> Isaiah and his podcast to a friend. 10 out of 10. 100%. 100%. Heck of a guy. Heck, Heck of a guy. guy um, stuff, but he seems let's just very say, but if you were to say a podcast that Locked on Wolverines doesn't remind you of, in the sense that it's great and listenable and like makes you want to go there, what would you, if you would just pick one at random, what's a podcast you would say? How about Locked on Auburn? It just Isaiah's the anti locked on Auburn podcast. That's where that's what we're trying to get at, basically. Exactly. Zach, how you doing? Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching the show. Subscribe. Leave us a comment down there. Let us know what Auburn fans are thinking about these days. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Um <clears throat> we, we have a lot to talk about today. It's Christmas Eve. Yeah. Um that you can tell your tell your aunt or your grandmother or whoever's house you're at right now. Show them the podcast. Maybe they want to subscribe. That's all. It's all great. Um, if they don't, just tell them how you live in a brownstone. Just just take, just take their take their phone and subscribe for them. That's what that's what we like to do. Um, here's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to continue to talk about this Michigan matchup. I want to talk about the most interesting thing that I feel like on an unexpected development about this game that has come to my attention um and then second second segment we're going to talk about um i refuse to acknowledge that comment second okay. segment we're going to talk about um one thing that georgia needs to clean up headed into this game if we could only choose one thing for georgia to clean up headed into this game what would it be and then third segment we're going to talk a little christmas gifts we are not going to power rank best christmas gifts we have received although no. Maybe we'll do that this offseason. But we are going to talk about if this Georgia team was going to give us a Christmas gift, what would it be? So, so stay tuned for that at the end. First of all, I refuse to talk about COVID right now. Okay? Like, I don't, I, I don't care. It's not that I don't care. But, but you just literally but, said you don't care. Well, why would I just – why would I spend my time – worrying and thinking about this kind of stuff. Like, no, that we're just going to go and we're going to play with the players that we have. I mean, Isaiah mentioned this yesterday, but like 
this game's not going to have an asterisk by it. You understand? Like we're either going to win or we're going to lose. Michigan's either going to win or they're going to lose. And that's all anybody's ever going to remember. So I'm not going to freak out about it. I'm not going to get all bent out of shape about it. We're just going to go and we're going to play and we're going to see what happens. So maybe as we get closer to the game and there's some more definitive news, then we can talk more about that, but I'm not going to talk about it now. Here's what I do want to talk about, Clint. And it does go back to our conversation yesterday, but it also goes back to everything that you read and you see written about this game and talked about about this game. You had a great conversation with Brooks Austin about this game on Wednesday, I believe. Go back and watch that. Listen to that if you haven't already. Um, It's a great listen. Um, Can recommend it, even though I was not a part of it. Uh, Here's I'm hearing a lot of this. And it's it's coming as a bit of a as a surprise to me. Is is Georgia the underdog in this game, Clint? That's because listen, I know I'm an idiot. Okay, I said on Tuesday's podcast that we were going to shut out Michigan. And listen, do I really think we're going to shut out Michigan? Of course I do. Of course I do. Okay, double down. Put just. More put more down. But I, I get that I'm an idiot and I have a level of confidence that I'm not expecting everyone to have. Okay? Please don't. That's fine. Please don't, Georgia fan. Gurf, by the way, come back. Come back. Gurf has quit being a Georgia fan. He's let us know, Clint. He sacrificed himself on the altar of being a Georgia fan. He's hoping that that will appease I, some kind of back. No 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 Gurf. No. Take you are tribute. I understand. <laughs> take one for the team. God bless you. That's what he's trying to do. That's what he's trying to do. Okay. But there's a, you know, Isaiah, even yesterday, is talking about this matchup. He's talking about, and just the way that it's being talked about, he's using phrases like, did you hear this? I did. I expect Georgia to dig really deep Uh and play really hard. Yep. But dot, 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 dot. And then he goes on to talk about the thing. Like, it's being portrayed by some, Uh by more and more that I come across, as if Georgia is the scrappy underdog tryhard team, and Michigan is the we beat Ohio State, and by the way, possibly the worst Iowa team I can ever remember seeing in my entire life. So uh, that was that Michigan. Every, have you seen Iowa every single year? With the same this is this Iowa is particularly worse than every year. Um, I I don't I don't know what to make of this because I just could not see this game any less in that way. I mean, Brooks on on here talking about talking about SEC coaches. And S and Georgia doesn't have the caliber of defense. I know what he's saying that we don't have edge rushers that are that particular size. But come on now, like I don't, I just don't know that I'm not drinking this Kool Aid, Clint. Okay. And right. and I'm I'm not I'm going to say something fairly accusatory. It feels like you are, and so I'm asking you to defend yourself and this whole camp that seems to want to convince me that Michigan's an eight-point favorite in this game. Um, I hate our offense. 
point one. Okay. All right. Point two. I'm gonna hydrate while 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 we go yeah, through these hydrate. points. <laughs> point two. I hate our offense. Okay. Point three. Aiden Hutchinson is all world. Okay. Now I'm I am down in the dumps of this Georgia team right now. Yes, I'll come out and say it. I hate our offense. I hate what's happened. I I am just over the whole conversation of quarterbacks. I can't believe we can't run the ball. I don't know why we don't have any offensive weapons at wide receiver that can't know their assignment and get down the system and catch a few balls without breaking off a route here and there. I'm confused, okay? I don't know why our offensive line isn't nastier at getting the the running attack going. Our defense, now, now hear me on this. Our defense I have no problem with Daniel, even after watching Alabama. This is the thing that surprises me the most. I know the conversations about the number one defense and against Michigan and how we, it's going to be, you know, this, this immovable force and, you know, yada, yada, yada when we collide. But Daniel, I, I want to go through something very interesting if I can with you. Okay. Sure. Okay. You I'm going to go down the top rushing attacks in all of college football. All right. Okay. Michigan, sure. Number 10, 10th. Ranked rushing attack by yards gained in Which all of college football. You got to take into account. There's option teams out there. There's all sorts of I shenanigans mean, Force, run Army, teams. Yeah, exactly. All those are in the top ten, right? Yeah, hundred percent. So, all those in the top. So tenth is not really tenth. No, t- because uh, of Air teams has- that. Yeah, I was going to say of teams that just yards. they just line up and play regular football. Michigan is a higher than tenth. Of those teams in terms of their rushing output. Yeah. So Kent State, North Texas, Northern Illinois, Coastal Carolina, Georgia State, Old Miss, by the way, ranked higher uh-huh. than, than Michigan. Okay. So I took out all the academy schools. Um, I'm going to keep going down the list and I'm going to tell you SEC schools that Georgia has played this year. Arkansas checks in at 12th. Tennessee. 19th, who, by the way, Isaiah said yesterday, we ain't Tennessee. They get popped back. We're going to quit. Tennessee is 19th. The difference in yards is 400 yards, Daniel, total on the entire season that distinguishes Tennessee from Michigan. Okay. All right. I'm going to keep going. This is rushing yards only. Rushing yards only. Florida, 22nd. Kentucky, 23rd. We have faced three of the top 23 rushing attacks this year. We shut down Florida. We shut down Kentucky. We shut down Arkansas. Daniel, I know we are down in the dumps, and I am down in the dumps about this offense. Okay? This defense, Michigan, do your worst. And I swear, I pray that all coaches right now are are just pumping your boys up, talking about how you can run on Georgia. I beg you, go for it. I yeah, 400 yards difference between Tennessee's rushing offense and Michigan's rushing offense. Passing offense, Tennessee comes in well ahead of Michigan, meaning Tennessee's total offense, num- total offensive numbers higher than Michigan's. Georgia on the road held Tennessee to 17 points. Arkansas, who you mentioned, comes in two spots below runs the quarterback a lot more, has a lot more of a dynamic quarterback run game than Michigan does. Uh, Held them to zero points, I believe, was the number that Arkansas scored in the game, which 
zero points. That sounds familiar. I feel like I was just talking to somebody triple, recently. Double, triple. Double, I feel triple. like I was just talking to somebody recently who was talking about a team scoring zero points against another team. It's 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 hard to remember. I'm not okay. You mentioned that you hate our offense, um, and then you it. mentioned it again. Um, let's talk more about that because um, that's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna get to here in segment two. First, want to let the people know about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is your online sportsbook experts. They're the place that Clint and I go to place every wager that we place. Uh, prop bets, over unders, spreads, parlays. Uh, you can do it all on betonline.ag. They're your online sportsbook experts. And right now, if you enter the promo code LOCKED ON, you're going to get a 50% bonus on your initial deposits. College football bowl season. It's the holiday season. It's the most wonderful time of the year. College basketball is in full swing. The NBA, the NFL playoffs are coming up. You need to get your account up and running at betonline.ag. Go there, enter the promo code locked on, make a deposit, and again, they will give you a 50% bonus on that deposit. So you will have more money with which to wager on all things sports at betonline.ag, your online sports book experts. All right, Clint, you hate our offense, so I'm going to allow you to kind of take the lead here. One thing, if you were to say one thing that Georgia needs to get cleaned up, and let me just clarify, it's not, we're not going to talk about the quarterback, okay? The the starting quarterback is the starting quarterback, and Georgia fans, you you don't like him, you don't want him to be the starting quarterback, someone named, someone named Gene in the comments, listen man, T's and P's to anyone who knows Gene, he really strikes me as the kind of guy you do not want to hang out with at a party. Uh, but Gene in particular, okay. big energy, big energy towards hating Stetson Bennett. Okay. Um, <laughs> we're not talking about the quarterback situation. That's not changing. JT's got COVID or some nonsense. We said we're not talking about COVID. It doesn't even matter. It's not changing. Stetson's the quarterback. Okay. Two things you said you're not talking about. Quarterbacks and COVID have been exclusively talked about for two minutes. Just I don't want to listen. I don't want to hear it from you. It's Christmas Eve, Clint. It's Christmas dang Eve. Okay. So one thing that Georgia needs to clean up, Clint, and we're in agreement about this, but what is the one thing that Georgia needs to fix? Before this game, a week from today on January on December thirty first in Miami, what's the one thing if you could only choose one that Georgia needs to get cleaned up? Now, the one thing we got to clean up is we rank thirty first in the entire nation at total yards. Oh, so it must be a strength. Must be a strength. It turns out we have five star recruits galore and four star recruits galore in this position group. It turns Mm. out that. It is an identity we try to impose 58% of the time, Daniel. Hmm. And that's the running game, y'all. If you don't understand how college football works and how this Georgia team works and how specifically in this game against Michigan works, Brooke Austin was on here saying he probably anticipates 90 snaps total. That's, that's not 90 snaps. We're not talking about Tennessee running 80 plays here. We're talking 90 in the game, okay? We're talking running. The under. Y'all. <laughs> Get her a bet online. Take the under. Bet the under. 100%. Um, it's the running game. Look, when James Cook was was absolutely dynamic, how was our offense going, Daniel? How was how did we look? How did we? Pretty, pretty well and fine. 
pretty on point, pretty on schedule, pretty dynamic, pretty lethal, as a matter of fact, I might say. Okay? When Zamir White is not running into the back end of McClendon and Van Pran, when he's got his eyes up looking downfield, when he's doing his thing, when all of a sudden Kenny McIntosh is taking swings and taking little off-tackle plays and taking little little satellite plays and doing that, the run game is hugely important for this because it's going to keep our defense on pace. It's going to keep us in the game. It's going to manage it well, specifically against Michigan. Aiden Hutchinson and Adobo, you take those guys out of the equation with them. You just let them run. Go ahead, guys. Take five yards upfield. I don't care. I'll, I'll pull somebody around the side or I'll, I'll open a gap off tackle. Um, if we can't run, we're not going to win this game and we have no chance in the next game. Uh, it's the running game, Daniel. Yeah. And it's interesting to me because I, I, I follow up to that and kind of follow up to your last point, you know, as you're, as you're defending apparently why Georgia should be the underdog in this game, because our offense is so, absolutely awful um yeah our offense that ranks i don't know like 20 spots behind michigan's offense in college football or our offense who has to your point zamir white running the ball well james cook being dynamic being a playmaker you just you've described every game this season except the Alabama game, Clint. Those are the games you're describing. You realize that. You've described every game except the most recent game. Now, Isaiah was on here yesterday. It's another thing I wanted to get to following up from yesterday's episode. By the way, if you haven't listened, watched yesterday's episode, go back and watch it. Um Isaiah's on here yesterday and he's talking about um he's talking about the Michigan State game for Michigan. Right, he's talking about, and what did he say about that game? The words he used were necessary evil. Now listen to me. I dare you to get a time machine. Okay, there's probably one already wrapped up under your tree, so just wait till tomorrow. Open it up, get that time machine out. Uh-huh. Say peace out, fam. I'm going to go back about six weeks in time. Okay, and I'm going to go back to the the week after the Michigan Michigan State game. Okay, sixteen point lead. And Michigan State just, or Michigan, I should say, just defecates the bed. I mean, just feces everywhere. Okay, and Mel Tucker, who's undefeated against, who's undefeated against Michigan, Mel Tucker, undefeated against Michigan. Michigan again, just to clarify, has never beaten Mel Tucker as a coach. Um, Mel Tucker gets the win. Now, I dare you to go up to a Michigan fan. Okay. And say to them, in the aftermath of that loss, this is a necessary evil for your football team. What What do you think the response you're going to get from that Michigan fan is, Clint? It's not going to be anything logical. It's going to be nothing that results in Cade McNamara being able to win with his arm if needed, but we just don't need him to. But I, I can't. I'm not going to even go into that. I can't go into that, but because he, he can't. By the way, he can't. Um, Caden McNamara is not good at quarterbacking. Um, they would have <laughs> to be clear, Michigan fan. Neither is Stetson Bennett. We know that. We're we're aware. Okay, now you're not going to get that because in the moment, nobody wants to hear that. But Clint, it would have been true. 
it would have been true, but it was impossible for a Michigan fan to see that now. Okay. Now, fast forward six weeks in time. Get out of your time machine and step into this exact moment in time. Use back to the phone on Twitter, Daniel. That's like you can go see what they said there. Yeah, we don't. I don't. I don't ever recommend that anyone get on Twitter for any reason. So that's not a. That's not. Okay, Georgia fans, this is where we are. Clint, this is where you are. You're again. You're saying if we could ever get this offense back. Well, we've only lost it for it's only one game that we didn't have it. It's every other game of the season. The offenses look just fine. And now all of a sudden the narrative is if we could have, oh, if Stetson Bennett could have or not make these awful interceptions, or not throw these awful interceptions in the red zone. Well, okay, check back with me about most of the other games this season when he has managed the game effectively well, and he has been able to hit big plays in the passing game, and the wide receivers have been able to convert explosive plays, and the run game has been pretty dang good, as good as they've needed to be because the defense has been their typical lights-out self. So I'm not saying that it's a guarantee that this Alabama game was a necessary evil. Okay. But all I'm saying is that Georgia fan, you're not even considering that as a possibility. And Michigan fan, you're not even considering that as a possibility. You're saying Georgia stinks because Alabama beat them. And so we're going to take our team that could not be more different than Alabama than any two items that have ever existed. And we're going to do the same thing to Georgia that Alabama did to them, both offensively and defensively. That's ludicrous to think. That's just not the way that life works. It's not the way that college football works. And so but Daniel, I maintain. But Daniel, it's, kind of like, it's kind of like saying, um, yeah, this obstacle course, these, these, like high, these, these like monkey bars and this like long jump and this, this competition of sprinting and, and going through hoops, we do that all incredibly well, except for the last bit where you have to climb this ladder. And then we fall and break our neck. And it's like saying... Hey, don't worry. We're going to come to the ladder and not break our neck again. Don't worry, guys. We're going to be fine. Because look at the rest of the whole obstacle course. We did well. Okay. All right. That's fine. We'll just... We got another week till the game. I'll just try to... I'll add Clint to the list of people I need to talk off the 1980 ledge. Um, it's it's fine. We'll all just, we'll all just be there together. I can't just, be talked off. I am a gargoyle on the ledge and that's, won't be moved. Okay. It's tremendous. All right. We're going to be back, and we're going to talk about this game uh, in relation to Christmas. If this Georgia team were to give us a Christmas gift in this game, what would it be, and what would it look like? First, we're going to tell you about Bill Bar. Bill Bar is the tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. They are delicious and come in a wide variety of flavors, all of which can be found at BuiltBar.com. Go there now. That's BuiltBar.com. And buy yourself one box, two boxes, six boxes of the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. That's right. It is high in protein, high in fiber, low in sugar. It's keto approved, and yet it tastes like a candy bar. You will want to argue with your family members about which Bill Bar is the tastiest, but we recommend that you talk about something less sensitive, like maybe politics or religion at the dinner table. Any of these things are acceptable matters of conversation, but do not try to talk them out of their favorite flavor of Bilt Bar. Grab one 
on the go, grab one on your way to work, throw in your purse when you're taking the kids somewhere, uh, grab one when you're headed out the door on your way to the gym, on the way home from the gym, wherever you need it, Built Bar is there, builtbar.com right now and enter the promo code locked on and you'll get a fifth locked on 15 and you'll get a 15% off your first order. That's locked on 15 at builtbar.com for 15% off your first order of built bars, the tastiest protein bar on planet earth. All right. So Clint, um, uh, we check back in Merry Christmas to you all again, by the way. And, um, we're going to take a win is obviously the only gift we want. Okay. That's if it's seven to six, if it's 70 to 69, we don't care. Just get us a win in this game. That's all that we want. So we're going to take that off the table because that's the obvious answer. Okay. Yeah. If you had to choose something more specific than a win in this game, one thing that this Georgia team could get you as a Christmas gift, a late arriving Christmas gift on December the 31st, what would it be, Clint? Um, I would rather trade every single quarterback we have in our quarterback room. Every one of them. You package them all together, put them in a nice little bow, and okay. and we 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 kindly ask them to leave, and we just say we play the game with no quarterbacks. I, I'm not done yet. Oh, say okay, okay, okay. That's 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 the first half of the gift. The second half of the gift would be that I literally will take any other quarterback room in the nation. <laughs> Here's why. Here's why. My gosh, Clint is not in a good place here, people. I'm not Clint in a good place. Here's why. Not in a good place. How in the world is this? I want. We have we have five stars. We have four stars. We have walk. We have all of them. It's like a freaking game of like I'm at the zoo. Some are polka dots. Some are stripes. Some are big. Some are tall. Some are it's it's insane, and we can't seem to settle on anything. I just want, for the love of all that is good, I just want no more declarative fighting about the quarterback situation. It's exhausting. The best gift in the world would be for me to just say, fine, give me one quarterback out of the entire nation, and give me. Anybody else behind him? Give me an emergency. Give me a, a, a McCarthy at, at Michigan. That's not even a quarterback. That's another running back. I don't care because I'm so sick and tired of this. I'm so sick and tired of whatever talent we do or don't have being played or not played. Um, the gift that I could receive is that in this game, we just decide all, all the quarterback room just decides, you know, after this season, we're all moving on and we're replacing you with this one quarterback. We found him. Here he is. Take him. God bless. Here's your present. Uh, that would be my Christmas. And we'll hope he doesn't ever get in. Correct. That's um. Oh, what in the world, guys? Um, applications open for co-host of the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. If you would like to, you like to just jump in at any point here. My man Clint has. Uh, don't he's, do it. He's it coming is, to the it end. Is Listen, it is an infection that uh, kills you from the inside out. I can okay. ten out of ten do not recommend it. By the way, but okay. it is the applications are open. Also, presenting sponsors. I hear we got some presenting sponsors that are trying to work their way in. So we just people, people we're, to do we're weighing opportunities. The Weldon brothers have have offered to mow our, mow our lawns if we'll make them the presenting sponsor of the show. I'm not exactly sure how many times that is or. If they have equipment to do such a thing, but I'll trade you out. I'll trade you out uh, lawn care for snow removal. 
Mm, yes, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Uh, okay. So if if I could get one gift from this team, it wouldn't even be on the offensive side of the ball. I know that we talked about that's the thing that Georgia needs to clean up, but he, here's the reality of the situation, Clint. And again, let me just speak openly to you. Okay. Georgia's offense will score 20 points in this game. It period. That's period. Okay, but what if they turn the ball over? They did against Alabama. But what if it's they're up against a top-ranked defense? They were against Alabama. But what if they can't get anybody going except Brock Bowers? You've just described the situation against Alabama. And still... We're also also losing by a tremendous amount, Daniel. Correct. Right. Defensive stop carrying at a certain point, and you don't play a certain Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's what it was. The Alabama defense certainly stopped carrying. Human hearts and human brains, all of a sudden, Uh you're right. They play play hard every single second, no matter the situation. That's my experience with humanity. That's, yeah, there it is. There, you are sounding more and more like. Have you been reading the comments? Because you are using some logic that Alabama fans are really. Are you about to call Stetson Bennett stepson Bennett? Because can I just say for the record, not only is that exceptionally weird, it's also really a creepy insult. Like, what does it mean? That like what. Does it mean, and why are you? It, it's very on brand for Alabama fan. That's very all I'll say. Brand. It's very on brand. Okay. Um, George is going to score twenty points in this game. Give me a. Give me a. Give me a one. A win in the turnover margin. Give me a a plus turnover differential in the game. There's again. We just talked about Tennessee. We just talked about Arkansas. Um, there's no way Michigan's going to score 20 points in this game. There's no way Michigan's going to score 20 points in this game. And so, give me a plus turnover differential, and you've just basically eliminated the way that Michigan hangs around in this game. I'm not saying Georgia's going to score 42. Although, if they do. I am going to get on this podcast, Clint, and rip you a new one. <laughs> but I'm one not day saying day. that's what's going to happen. I was- I'm just saying, give me a, a win in the turnover margin, and we are and and we're home free. We're home free. You know what? There is there are nobody listening to the end of this podcast. It is Christmas Eve. We are deep. In not the- a n- nary a person. Daniel, I can't wait. If if we score that many points, I welcome the absolute. This. I'm gonna you, stop well, there. We, yeah, <laughs> we're just gonna we're gonna wish you all a merry Christmas. That's what we're gonna say, and we're gonna let you know that we will be back on Monday every day next week. We got we're gonna have some bring on some guests. We're gonna we're pulling out all the stops. We're getting you ready for Friday, New Year's Eve. 
We will be here every step of the way. We'll put out a podcast every morning, including Friday morning. So tune in and listen, subscribe, leave us a rating and review. Subscribe to the audio podcast so that you can listen to it on the go. If you're watching on YouTube, you can find it wherever you find podcasts. And Clint and I will be back next week. Uh, and at least I will be cheering for Georgia the entire time. Clint, it, it's T- TBD. TBD, what, what this guy will be doing. All right? Just, Get over, Get over that's, yourself. All right. We'll see you. See ya.